I also don't know, like, TikTok? What is that? Just wing it is back. Does anybody Ooh. know what TikTok is? I realize the episode intro. has started, but I'm still I'm still fixing it in this. The, like TikTok supposedly has more. I don't even know what the hell you're than, talking about. It's like a social media platform that supposedly has like three billion people on it. And I'm like, what is? People are like, oh, he's a TikTok star. We are I'm officially. Like, what the fuck is old. a TikTok star? I'm Patrick Green. I'm old. I'm John Abdullah. I'm also old. And this is just winging it. And we don't know what TikTok is all about. Snapchat. Well, for the other me, thing was I was gonna say off, is, to say. what do you think? So I was thinking about, you know how you, you run into these people who are like, maybe in their like 50s plus, who will use terms like, uh, you know, oh, that's groovy, like, or, or I'm, I'm jazzed by that. And and you just kind of like laugh that, a little that, bit. That that doesn't happen, John. Never? That's never happened you, to you. In real life? Not, yes. in, not in like a play? No, like, I've heard people use these terms. And they're they're serious about it? I mean, I don't. They're like, I guess groovy. I don't hear as much now. But you know, my point is righteous. What are, what are the terms that we use? Right. You know, our millennial. We're like millennial 1.0 or whatever. Yeah. Um, we're like the unfinished. We're the, we're the old millennial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Half formed. What do you think are the words that we're saying like already that are really sounding outdated to the younger generation? What are they? Gen Z. That well, but there's like a million names for them, right? They're like yeah. the zombies. The, and there's a generation. Under that now, too. All right. That well, is coming my up. point remains: what the young people? What do they think we, that we say now is just like we well, think is that's cool? The thing. I, I but think it's we don't so have. Bad. I don't think we have context for it because yeah. you, you have to remove do you yourself say, like, from the population oh, that was to sick. see it. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely us. Yeah, sick. <laughs> you, sick. you say I don't actually oh say that. You say wicked all the oh, time. Oh, I say that's, wicked that's just, all the time. But that's just you trying to prove that you're from Massachusetts for some reason. That honest to God is just uh, no. You don't mean honest to God. No, I really do. Wicked. You mean that when you say it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not trying to say that ironically or or anything. I just it's a word in my vocabulary. That's exactly what I mean. It's like these words that we just. But see, when you say it with somebody who's not from this area, they will always call you out on it. Correct? Oh, they do. So you're making the choice to identify yourself, is what I'm, I'm saying. Making, yeah, I'm making. Yeah, that's saying you're fine. Faking it. I'm no, just no, saying. No, no, no. I'm fine it's with an it. Identifier, you're right. right. You're right. I've, just I've, like in Connecticut, we I'm like to peace. say things like we have money. You know, is that what you say? Yeah, we're just like we just call people poor and you know throw money. Oh, at them. okay. That's, that's, I thought you were saying it's an expression. You know, like no, no, no. We're just we just have too much money in Connecticut. <laughs> it's just a socioeconomic joke. Bunch of assholes it's in Connecticut. Bunch, That's pretty much what it amounts to. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Um, no, I, I think there are words, there are slang words that that I notice I use that I use ironically because people younger than me use it and I think it sounds stupid. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, So yeah, like yeah. lit is a good example, yep, right? Yep. Or like I'll, yes, I'll do like the yes, hundred. Yeah, yeah. the yas. <laughs> Right? Nobody says it like that. <laughs> yas. 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 Dude, dude, say, how that, say how it's really said in context. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yes. I, still, I think we can't even do Gross. it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you oh, know why we, we can't do it? Because why? nobody's talking to each other in person. They're just typing everything to each other. I know, anyway. and it's funny to type that, right? Yeah, it is. Especially if you do yes. like the slam. Because on, on iPhones, you wouldn't know this as an Android old person, but on yeah. iPhones, you know, you can you can animate the way that messages come in. So like when I do I the Yas thing, I'll usually do the slam. So it goes animate like, like PowerPoint, yes! like PowerPoint animate. Like yes, can, exactly. It's like a know, PowerPoint or okay. Yes, you can do that. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, there's fireworks. I didn't Yas know you guys well could do that. Too. I'm in a different world over here. And You're I'm missing okay out. With that. You're missing out on a lot of. Do you uh, feel expression. like me? Where we've just, like, I've just like come to terms, and it, I'm saying this even as someone who works. You know, my my job is actually on the digital team here. At John, Oxfam. are you transitioning into an AI conversation? <laughs> no, no, no. I really am not. Okay. If anything, it's the opposite. Where I've just like I'm at peace with the idea that. I'm just not going to bother with a lot of the newer platforms and stuff. Yes. Like, I'm not yes. opposed to them. If I find one that is useful, I'll use it. But I am also totally okay with like not being with it. 
Mm-hmm. Do people still say that with it? Is that a thing? I don't know. I that, used to, I yeah, used air I think quotes that, when you're I doing air it. quotes. I, I just think makes it feel more. <laughs> I, I think if you didn't do the air quotes, it would not feel. Are air quotes a thing? Is that is that even? Do people know what that means anymore? I don't know. Wow. How much of we? How much of what we say now is just going to be totally rubbish? To use the British term. Well, I mean, I think it already is. To other people, <laughs> I've been talking with British people lately about their slang quite a bit because yeah. I work with so many. Oh, of them. it's so great! Isn't and it? I love so when charming. they say "brill." Mm-hmm. Brill. I haven't heard that. Brill. What does that mean? They're like they're, it's short for brilliant. Okay, but they just they just be like that's brill. Mm. Oh, you're brill. Listen, you're brill. <laughs> I just I love when they say like when I send something, I've they're never like brill before. Yeah. And the other one, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday where they're like they're like you need to integrate sodding into your vocabulary. Soldering. Sodding. 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 Sausaging. Sodding. <laughs> sodding. Brewmate. And I was what like, what is sodding? So sodding. Well, I don't know what it actually. I mean, I guess it's a soil or something, but it's like a light. It's like a light sod. It's like yeah, right. It's like compost, maybe. I don't know. The idea is that like it's it's a step above bloody in terms of like sweariness bloody hell like like blood die you can't if you say that in certain company people will be yeah. like like oh that's harsh that's not brill but if you say <laughs> if you say sodding apparently it's not quite as harsh. Wow. so you can say like 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 oh, that's right. sodding car it broke down on the biscuit you know or whatever they so talk speaking about. of biscuits yeah. how you doing <laughs> I'm laying some great biscuits tonight. Let me tell you, I'm good. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Oh, I know man. you've been on vacation. Yeah, we actually haven't to... spoken in a couple of weeks. We haven't. Well, we've we've texted a couple of times. Right. I which, mean, on the you know, show. Which I mean, is really I, all I've been counts. using these animations, and you haven't been responding to them because you have a fucking Android phone. Oh, right, so know. wait, you're sending me animations even knowing? Have you never seen? It? Doesn't it say on your phone? Doesn't it say like Patrick has laughed at? Yes. This? Yeah. That's that's me. I'm oh, I've to, always wondered. Be expressive. Yeah. I'm, I'm always not, like, why do you is think he? I'm doing for myself? No, I knew that. I knew that. But what if I actually were this? That would be time? hilarious. Yeah. For like, for what purpose would you be doing that? I don't know. Well, like for example, yesterday, uh, I don't know. Have you noticed Skype has been terrible lately? There's been like I an mean, update. And always just, no, but Skype I mean, is always it's terrible. Crazy I stopped using terrible. Skype back in like 1992. I think <laughs> really, this yeah. is the, gold, the golden days. <laughs> I was a trendsetter. It for didn't some reason, exist it's yet, been but dropping. I'm not, like, not going to stop using. I'm going to stop using that. One day I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been dropping like every single call that I've been on, and and my friend Jamie and I, who have two other podcasts together, we're on Skype like all the time recording stuff. Yeah, and it's it's sort of a constant joke that we have that it, like like why are we sticking with Skype because it's it's so shitty and it's been so bad the last few days that like I've been fucking with him so like <laughs> I've been like <laughs> hanging up on him and being yeah. like I don't know what just happened. that's hilarious or like pressing the screenshot button over and over and over again with my foot so he can see my hands aren't doing it and he's like he's like I'm gonna submit a help ticket and tell them that it's acting like a poltergeist is in the system I'm like it's that's, that's been me this, this whole Skype time. is lit Skype is keeping it a hundred yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, what I was saying about context, though, yeah. is we're not far enough removed from it yet to know what we're saying that's not typical, you know? I guess. I don't know. I don't think we can understand that yet. Yeah, I guess. Like, Picasso didn't know that he was prefiguring cubism, <laughs> right? He just knew that he was making art. Yeah. We don't know that we're part of a movement I until that's it passes true. I was by. thinking about that, actually, because I, so I was on vacation last week. That's a fucking hell of a, of all, a hell of a transition. First there. of all, here's a pro tip about vacation, okay? Here's yeah. how you do it, my friends, of young parent of young kids. Keep it righteous. I'm going to keep it righteous. <laughs> Psychedelic. <laughs> oh, tubular. <laughs> so here's what we did. We went away for like 3 days, 4 days, 3 nights. Uh we went up to Portland, Maine, which we talked about yes, you and I. The great duck north. fat. Mm-hmm. Did Home you get to go duck to it? Fat. We went to duck fat, we went to shipyard. You know I call it fuck that, right? No, that's funny. Maybe you did yeah. tell me that, and I just forgot because it's not that funny. That, that's that's what it's in my phone. Um, and <laughs> anyway, we had a great trip. It was it was a good place to go. I'll talk more about that. But uh-huh. but we, so we did that, and then we built in 
two days during the week where the kids would be in daycare and we would have the days off. Because here's the thing. Right. After vacation now with young kids, you need another vacation. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's it's like... It's intense. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's intense. And like you kind of... Before you go back to work, you know, and, and get back into that daily routine, it's really nice to just have like, you know... Some decompression. Oh yeah, you gotta have time to chill. So we so we built that into it. Where so we did had, you drive them back? Yeah, we dropped them off. We just we actually um, FedExed them. Did you, you know you can do this <laughs> you now? Just put a big box. Yeah, it's a whole Flat new service. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an enterprising company. Really, the baby box. Uh, the baby box. Where the they fun happens? Cut some holes in it, and yeah, they just ship them right onto a truck. You can't and do planes because that gets a little messy. But that's true. And stamps.com will. Easily, it, you, yeah. is, is a discount code actually. It's, it's true. It use baby you just, box you gotta get poster size paper and you just print out a stamp that, that's <laughs> that size <laughs> and you just drop it right on there. You, you have 17. to lick the entire thing. Yeah, it's which very sensual. Gets a little gross. It's, actually, it's very, very sensual looking. <laughs> no, no, we didn't stay in Portland during those two days. I should clarify. Um, we brought the kids home. So we stayed in Portland for like three nights, four days. And uh, then we came. I don't know why I have to clarify that every, every time. Because it's making less sense the more you say it. <laughs> How many. Di- <laughs> Uh, the first time you said it, there were more nights than there were days, and I, I and I was I, oh, I haven't listened since then. I don't know, man. I don't know. You were anything. there for part of a week, yeah. And then we came back. Kids were in daycare. We had time off at home where we uh-huh. just like you know watched a movie. Finally saw Black Panther. I know it's so late. That was uh, um, well over a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> so and so the kids were just at daycare. You were just at home. Yeah, at time home or just like day trip kind doing of stuff. A staycation. Yeah. And then we went to the MFA, which is what I was mentioning with the art thing because you oh, said there context. You go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and that is such an important piece um, that you're you're looking at this art and and you're looking at it through the lens of you know today, and of course they have like a quote in front of some of the contemporary art around how um, you know every art at some point is contemporary. Ha, yes. ha, ha, ha. Well, that's that's um, the slogan of the American Composers Forum, which oh, yeah. I belong to, which is oh, good. reminding good you that you. all music was once new. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so we spent a day at the MFA because that was like something we thought would be kind of fun. And we hadn't been there in a long time since we were in college. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of nice to just go and explore ourselves. Um, though wonderful I will museum. say, wonderful museum, massive, you know, just they have so much art. Yeah. Um, and we thought, you know, one of the benefits of taking the time off midweek while the kids are in daycares, we can go out and do all these things while they're like, you know, fairly quiet. You don't have to compete with all the other people there. Mm-hmm. Um, what we didn't take into account is that that's when field trips happen. Yes, <laughs> so, that's right. So like they had, yes! um, yeah, they were, we were surrounded by kids in some cases they had Frida. Um, and so that that's like one of their special galleries. Mm-hmm. And so we were in front of her portrait and there were literally kids just like sprawled out on the floor right in front of it. You couldn't even get close to the thing because there were just kids who were... Looking at it? Looking at it, and their assignment was to, like... Draw you know, unibrow? Draw them. Yeah, yeah draw unibrow, exactly. <laughs> and so, I will say, there was part of me who was like, you know, it'd be nice if we could get a little closer and didn't have all the screaming of kids. Right. But there's also an element of it which was like, you know, it was really nice to experience a museum not only through our perspective, but, like, to see these young kids there who aren't ours, so we don't have to care for them at all. Right, right. You know, but we can just kind of, like, see how... In some cases, in awe they are, or other cases, they were just ignoring it. But um, anyway, it was it was kind of a fun element of our trip. It is funny when you stay home with the kids. Uh, like I'm, I'm about to do that because uh, I'm going to take Jude's vacation week off, but Mike yeah. is going to be in school still during that week. So there's going to be quite a lot of days where I'm just like alone with the boys, which which will still be fun. Oh, totally. And uh, and when you get to do that, you get to see uh, what happens when we're at work. Yeah, I, I still have that because you remember when you were a kid, like when you had a sick day, it was like. 
fucking traveling into an alternate universe. Yes. Like, the Price is Right is just on like all day long <laughs> and like it's soap true. operas and all Uncle these things Bob that Barker. you never see anywhere else except for when you're homesick, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And like there's just like old people out walking everywhere. everywhere. It's just like, it's like, oh my God, there's it like- It just smells old everywhere. It just smells like mothballs. Yeah. There's just, like a whole world that exists outside of like the nine to five schedule. Right. Which we will one day inhabit. Yeah, yeah, um, And that would be righteous, let me tell you. Totally. But um, you get the same experience when you stay home with the kids or something and you and you take them out, you yeah. know, or even yeah. just on Fridays when I work from home and if, you know, if I go pick Jude up at the bus and then we go out to eat somewhere, I'm like, man, like, my age bracket is not, <laughs> it's very right? young kids and very old people, yeah. It's true. Um, and there's, so there also, you'll experience this in staying home with them as well, but like, what I love about um, vacation now, you know, as working parents we we get the weekends with our kids and we get nights, but like we don't have longer stretches. I know, and it was so much fun. Um, and it feels weird to say too, right? Because like they're your kids, you know. But I feel like having that prolonged time together, while of course by the end of it, there are elements to it where you're like, all right, I'm ready to send them back to daycare. Yeah, oh yeah. But they're also it's just wonderful to like get to know your kids more, yeah, <laughs> you know, right? And spend more time with them because they're growing so fast. And you know, Grace, I feel like is already like a young adult. Yeah, basically. Um, and, and Luke is like at this really great time where of rapid change where every day it's feeling like his brain is just taking in more and he's speaking more. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has more of an attitude about everything, which just cracks me up. You know, he gets like really angry about certain things, Yeah, which I just love, um, to watch. And, uh, and you, Grace you feed off the anger. Oh, totally. You're like, feel um, the child. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to also work through like the kind of fun, but also a little, um, a little anxiety-producing dynamics of like sleeping arrangements while you're away and all that kind of right. stuff. Um, and there was this great moment where so we had them both in one. It was a two-bedroom suite, which was awesome. That was like partially why we picked the place we did, even though it was a little bit further away from the downtown area. Mm-hmm. And so they were in their own room, and uh, so Grace was on the pullout, and Luke was right next to her in the um, the pack garbage and play can. Okay, in the yeah. garbage can. Yeah, yep. yeah. That's, we call it the pack and play for fun. But, <laughs> uh, it's the pack and trash. It's the pack and trash. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was this great moment where um Grace <laughs> so we were we were, we had them both in the room and and we had gone into our bedroom um and and we had to check on them at one point and Bethany went over to Grace and unknowingly she while she was lying next to Grace had lied on Grace's panda which is like Grace's you know the thing that she sleeps with yes um that she just picked it was so random it was actually Luke's toy a while ago but she just like gravitated towards this panda mm. and so and Bethany didn't know she was lying was on it a it. power move was she trying to interesting did she, did she like kind of like she never even knew whose it was I okay think. So, okay but it, it wasn't yeah. like this is mine maybe it was and maybe I just was. didn't acknowledge it and you were like Luke give in to the fear yeah exactly the anger. <laughs> You, you're Darth Vader, in and this then she—I don't used, know if that's clear, but oh, yeah. oh, yeah, no, it wasn't clear at all. Yeah, okay. Now clear. I get it. Yeah. Thank you. This, this has and been an extended metaphor. The force to just like pull it towards her, right? Um, so, so Bethany got up out of the bed after she was done, kind of settling Grace, and Grace just goes to her and she says, "Mama, next time we're on vacation, don't ever lie on Panda again." Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, that whole time she had been lying on top of panda oh my God, suffocating suffocated. that poor panda death. oh yeah, yeah. yeah but just the way the phrasing of it you know next time we're on vacation don't ever lie don't on panda again. fucking ever do that jude still does that jude, jude, jude yeah. has this like owl stuffed owl thing that he doesn't even like uh, he, he he never brings it up or plays with it until it's bedtime yeah. and it's like among his pillows and like my leg was resting on it while i was reading to him the other night and yeah. he's like dad <laughs> It's like you're smothering him. Yes. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "The owl." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, he like hits me in the chest. Yeah. And me like back. I'm like, Jude, it's not alive. Also, 
I'm sorry I murdered a bird in your bed. I know this will be a big <laughs> Says moment. Says the person who, who, you know, is all about the magical thinking and like the pretend play <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I'm like, you know? dude, it's fucking felt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I think Mike actually made Spider-Man it. Spider-Man is not fucking real. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to this, dude. But then the next day, you're like painting a fucking. You're you're using augmented reality to put Spider-Man in the room. So well, we, 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 why we, do you we think came, he's confused? Came, that's true. It, it, <laughs> this is this is given to the anger. No, we actually, you know, they, they were visited by Spider-Man again last week, and uh, and it's been like it's been so fun watching Jude deal with that because like he he definitely doesn't like like there's this a layer of that doesn't make sense yeah. going on yeah, but there's a much bigger layer of. I want this to be real and I'm going to like have a lot of fun with it. Of course. And um, so like he was trying to figure out why the webbing that we left in the room from the last time Spider-Man visited still hanging from the skylight, (laughs) why that hasn't deteriorated yet because Mm, supposedly it's biodegradable within an hour and why the new one, the new webbing that comes from another part of the skylight looks the same as the old one. And he was like, and he came up with an explanation that like he must be testing out like this new polymer he didn't say polymer. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna this say is, this is a STEM episode. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. But he was like, maybe this is like a new, a new form that like allowed him to travel farther distances, wow. and it's like more, you know. So, so he's definitely like trying to work on it. And, I love and it. Henry's like hundred percent on board. Yeah. So, that's good. But the trip was good. The trip was awesome. I um. You went to Portland. We also went to the children's museum. Maybe I'll save that part yes. for the latter for our STEM segment of the episode. Well, it's a great museum, isn't it? It, it is. I really enjoyed and it. A, did you go to the comic store that's next door to it? No, I didn't even oh, notice it. It's nice, big comic store. I mean, so what I will say about the museum is that um, it, it feeds into the vacation thing a little bit too, and, mm-hmm. and uh, what we've talked about, which is that um, unfortunately, <laughs> so we got there and uh, we we're really excited. Great, we had told Grace we're going to a museum. We got there. And got up to the door and saw that it was Monday morning and it was actually only open until 11 <sighs> and for members. And it was already at this point like 10, 15. And so... And Mondays, let it be known, are days when museums typically are closed for some fucking reason. I didn't know that. You know, I'm, I'm, happened, clearly, I don't go to enough museums. We, we, I mean, we traveled all the way across Massachusetts to go to the Eric Carle Museum. Yeah. At, like, took a day off of work to do this and we get there on Monday and it was closed. You know, oh. I was like, what the fuck? But, so then they were, of course, really excited and they're starting to see now the museum as you go through the lobby. Yes, you can see from outside. And you can see other kids playing and so we had to be like, you know, we could have, so at, they were kind enough to say as a non-member they would still allow us in if, but, but, of course she did it in such a way, this was how she said it. She's like, well, if you want, you can pay $34 and stay for like 40 minutes right now. But, you know, we close at 11. Wow. Um, and it wasn't quite that much attitude. Frankly, like it was, she was right. You know, like it was stupid for us to pay that much money just to stay for 45 minutes when we could just come back tomorrow. Right. You know, so it didn't make sense. But you've got both kids right there, right? What would you have done? What would I have done? Yeah. Well, this was not the end of the trip, right? No. I want to come back tomorrow. Right. Okay. So that's what yeah. we ended up doing. Right. But still, you have to deal with a toddler who you know is going to have a just fucking threaten fit the panda bear. This. Yeah. Just, just, be, just hold panda. it in the street and be like, "Listen, Grace. Yeah. This thing's getting real close to the ground. <laughs> you know, and see what happens. Next time, I'll try that. But yeah, I was just, proud yeah. of us. What we did is, thankfully, there was a really nice mom who came by and she's like, "Are you guys looking for backup ideas?" Wow. And she gave us a couple, and uh, we very quickly. Came up with a backup plan. We found this great place that was just like a clearly local Portland people go um, who are looking for something to do with their little kids. And it's just like one of these places you can go that has, you know, a bunch of fun stuff for kids to hang out. And there's a little cafe for adults. 
Um, so we ended up doing that, and there like we go. Totally play, fun a play place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Um, so we did that. And was then it we McDonald's? Went back to the yeah, it was a McDonald's. It was a McDonald's play place. Play place. That's yeah, the that's, classic that's, one. You yeah, can't yeah. find those anymore. Yeah, well, I did much. the other day actually. Did and you? I, and I, I, I like took a picture of it, so I remember where it was because you never find those no, anymore. Yeah, you don't. So then we went back the next day, had mm-hmm. a great time with the museum. I won't get into all that stuff. We'll talk about it during STEM or whatever. But but then. I, you know, so you're, you're moving around a lot as a parent, you know, going through some small spaces and, uh, picking up your kids in weird ways and stuff like that. That'll make more sense in a minute. <laughs> I know it sounds a little awkward. <laughs> so then we go to a restaurant after and I'm sitting in the car and, uh, we're about to get out of the car to go into this restaurant cause we're ready for lunch. We're all hungry. And I go to get out of the car and I have excruciating pain shoot through my lower back and mm. I suddenly can't move. Like I, I actually cannot move. It hurts so bad. And so I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So so they go into the restaurant because I'm like, I just I need a minute. And uh, what was going through your head? <clears throat> what were you thinking at this point? Death. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I, that, that I would was, be me. I, I would. I'm I would too be optimistic. Like, oh, the, the I was. I was uncontrollable like, <laughs> brain tumors have come back. <laughs> I'm on the opposite end where I'm like, oh, I'm sure it's nothing. You know, it's it'll it'll be fine in a second. And uh, I don't know. I just thought I pulled something. I guess. But you couldn't move. But I couldn't move. It was so painful. That's frightening. And so gradually I was able to like move my body a little bit. It was really stiff. And they left you. Yeah, I told them to. You were alone. I was like, just fucking go. You know what I mean? Even if I had to go to the ER, I wouldn't want that. I'd just go. They don't they don't want to see this. No, no. They don't want to see that could have been their last experience. I didn't even say bye, really. Right. right. That would have been bad. Right. Yeah. You don't want to make a big deal out of it. So I was able to like maneuver myself out of the car and just kind of like fall out of it, you know? Um, not actually. And then crawl across the street. <laughs> no, I was able to, I was able to get by, but I was like still in a decent amount of pain. And, uh, finally after a couple of days, I went to the doctor. This was a couple of days of this. Well, because it was gradually getting better. And I really thought I just pulled something, you know, that it was just low in my lower back that I pulled something. And, and the reality was I, I went would have to called doctor. for a medevac I know chopper at this point. I, I would I have been like, we need life support. Yeah. But thankfully I'm a reasonable person and it turned That's out. That's true that it is indeed the fact that I'm just getting old and this was the first time where I've just pulled something wow. like out of the blue. And what I learned, actually, I have a brother-in-law who's a PT, Dennis. I hope you're listening. He's a big listener, I think. Yeah, he I fucking think. hates this we'll show. We'll find out right now. He if you show. heard this, Dennis, text me after you hear it and this is how I'll know you listened. Um, and anyway, he uh, he told me that most of the people he see who who sees who pulls something, mm-hmm. it's not because they've like lifted something or had some like trauma. It actually just happens randomly. You were getting like, out of the car, right? There's something there's something probably that you do over the course of a day where you like twist a muscle in a certain way. Yeah. And then, you know, later that day or whatever, it can just I'm sure I'm not using the right science here. We'll say this is science. You poop it accurate. out of your stomach, yeah. <laughs> That's the, yeah, the stomach infamous stomach uh, pillow poops, yeah. But anyway, a lot of times you pull a muscle and it's actually just like, you know, something that you do that's more subtle and it's not uh, you know, it's not a straining yourself thing. Was it a spasm or was it like I a, think it was, yeah. Okay. Cuz yeah. I've had transient spasms okay before. yeah usually like it's it's you know but it's usually the result of like lifting the kids like it, it right most often to me that. is like when they're sitting like especially when it was just jude and he mm-hmm. was in the middle seat in the car and the, my back was just under so much pressure because like it's yeah. a duck under the door and exactly like, lift, right so so there would be times then where i would feel kind of a transient spasming in my lower but back. this was but like I never was seized up like spasm this. that this actually is an emergency. seized yeah, yeah. Right, it was like the muscle in my back had a seizure. You know, I, I picture you like like Christopher Reeve, like in the wheelchair, <laughs> like like the, like the breathing. He just wheeled me around for the next yeah, couple for days, for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but like what happened to him? Like, he tried to get out of a car. Yeah. Just... Yesterday was the first day that I worked out again because I was just afraid to start boxing On the or punching, doing anything. Yeah, yeah right. of course. What? What? And, do you uh, think it's related to that? No, because it was like I hadn't done it for a few. I was on vacation, so. So when you say working out while you're boxing. <laughs> 
What is, are you also like jump roping and stuff too? I'm just thinking like what 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 is the workout? Basically, imagine the Rocky montage. You know, I so chase, are you moving I chase the whole chickens. Time? You're, you chase the chickens. I, uh, I jump rope. You don't talk like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, but what's great about it is that it is a like a workout, and it's not just punching a bag. You put so music on. There's a warm up. Yeah, definitely music. Rocky. All about Brad. Imagine Dragons. <laughs> oh, you fucking love Brendan. <laughs> Brandon. Um, actually, my soundtrack is mostly Rage Against the Machine. A little bit of Metallica. Um, some Rob Zombie. It's like all stuff that I used to love in middle school. Yeah. Um, it's great though. It's you know, and I did add a couple of Imagine Dragons on there, and I do have a couple of Rocky songs on there too. And yet, no, you too. No, because that's not. I don't want to punch in somebody to you too. It's too. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's too positive. Yeah. yeah. You want to put Joshua Tree on in the background? No, I need some like you know. I gotta punch that thing. So, but you move. But, so I have to say, I was struck that we have a Switch, a Nintendo Switch for the boys. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Tio Dustin, who gave it to them. Oh, that's nice. And uh, yeah, it was an amazing gift, and, and it's it's very fun. But um, you know, it has motion controllers like yeah. the like the Wii. I've, seen, did, I've played know. it with it. Yeah, yeah right. And played there's with a, it. That sounded... I, I've played. I excuse me. I've played it with it. Yes. <laughs> it's got um, you know the oh, motion. So like, man. so there's a boxing game for it. Yeah, got the demo. Have you seen the boxing game on it? Well, I I did it for the Wii. I imagine it's similar. No, I I maybe it is. I don't know, but it's like a specifically a fitness. Yeah, app. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So um, we fitness now, must and it's be crazy. Switch. Like by the end of it, right? I was like really tired. So like, I was tracking on my you watch. Have gloves on. Yeah, I mean the weight filled of just the lead. gloves filled with lead. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're and they're spikes. fourteen ounces or sixteen ounces. I don't know if that's each glove or so together. But anyway, well they're just it's the padding that creates the weight, but they're they're actually measured in ounces. So okay. like instead of small, medium, large, you know, for your hand size, right. you get it based on the ounces. So what are you using? Um, just 14 ounces. Is that like, that's like the wimpy one? I think 16 ounces is like the biggest you'd probably, there's, I'm sure there's more, but 16 ounces is if you have like, you know, massive hands, like, I guess. Do you think anybody does like 22 ounces? <laughs> I'm sure some asshole does. I don't know. <laughs> some douchebag <laughs> just punching real slow. Yeah. like Concrete <gasps> blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> there's also you can use weights and do part of the workout with weights where you do like, that shadow, like fun. shadow boxing. Yeah. Oh man, you got to do it. I man. see it's the appeal. Fun. Yeah, it is. It's I, a I've lot been of thinking fun. about diversifying my workouts lately because yeah. I feel like I because you get bored with some of well, it because time is so limited. I I don't have that huh? much time at the gym when we go there, so I end up yeah. kind of doing the same few things, and I feel like that's where I was at. I was in like a gym rut. Yeah, you know? and it just you just you don't see like the payoff from it. Like you, you don't exactly. like you don't you don't get the gains unless you put the work in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta Welcome pro- to Mancast, you gotta the, reps, the fitness the program. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, anyway, I uh, we should go somewhere in the weirdest transition in the history of life. I doubt I it. I brought a book for you today. That I wanted to show for you. me. Yeah, Aww, that's, for that's you. Kind. Um, this is, so this is by Hampton Fancher, who, uh, as you know, is the screenwriter for Blade Runner 2049, and somebody that I've wanted to talk to since I was a kid and fell in love with. Er, 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 I mean, not just 2049. Also, I was Blade say, Runner, yeah, the original a kid film, a couple years ago. <laughs> I was looking at the pack and said 2049, <laughs> but he wrote both of the Blade Runner films. Yeah, The Wall the, well, Will Tell You. The second one. Yeah, and this book is called The Wall Will Tell You, and he sent it to us because we're going to have him on the show to promote it. Not this show, to advance. be clear. <laughs> yeah, not just winging it. Although uh, that would be if he's a dad. You, you know, afterwards, you could. You know. I think he's technically a dad. I mean, he's like there you go. he's like eighty six, but that, just, that would just be drop it in later. You know, have you heard of this podcast? Just <laughs> yeah, right. It. <laughs> he's like, it'd be like, what if he listens to it? You know what, Super Hampton? Fan. If you're listening to this, um, you'll be confused because we're going to talk also on the phone again in a, a few hours. Yeah, right. text also my brother-in-law me. Dennis. So, tell if Dennis you're to text John, yeah. who will text Please. me while I'm sitting here. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, so so Hampton Fancher is just a legendary screenwriter, and he wrote this book called The Wall Will Tell You that has basically just collected little bits of wisdom from his uh, artistic career, which spans you know six decades. Yeah. And uh, because you're a film guy and because I'm a film guy, um, I thought I would read a couple of these for you and for our audience. But mostly for me. Mostly just for you. 
as a gift um <laughs> that i just there's just some great shit in here so i'm just gonna like kind of flip through and read like three or four of these they're very quick i'm okay, gonna ready? ponder it so ready vocally ready yeah ponder it vocally just with like romantic moaning like like licking a stamp okay ready <laughs> impel impede impend you want your characters to be impelled and then impeded and there will then be something impending. What the f- is he, Doctor Seuss? What the fuck yeah, is this? Right, shit? Yeah. Oh, the places you'll go. Hop on pop. Um, hang on. That that was that was not like a, a dramatic. One, one fish, two fish, three fish, blue fish. Let's see. Impale. Impale, impel, and pool. <laughs> okay. The outward life and the inward life. The former is action. The latter is contemplation. Try to imagine someone else's vision. The water park of your character's mind. Mm. Is that a cool quote? Yeah. Your characters are not just puppets mouthing your first excuse at dialogue. They have their own agendas, ulterior motives. It's not about what's on the desk, but what's hidden in the drawer. I love that. I love, okay. so I'm a big fan of, uh, I won't, I actually, I think Angela Lansbury wrote it. I'll just go with she that. She always writes it. Um, my favorite screenwriting book. There's this practice of really writing these full background stories for your, each of your characters and starting from that place mm-hmm. before you actually write your stories. And, you know, Five percent, if that will actually reveal itself in the course of the film. Yeah, but but you you get to know these people as like true real people, right? They're not just puppets. Uh, I, so yeah, totally. And 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 uh, and a lot of it is he talks a lot about getting rid of as much as you can, so that way, like all of the choices that you've made creatively that inform this character as it appears are, are there and they're in the character. Yeah, but you're not telling anybody, and and, and exactly. the character is kind of existing as an independent entity. Um, all right, two more for you. We think of each other's essence as reflected through the body of our physical presence. Articulate the mind and the flesh of the character. Either intuitively you have a handle on your character or you have the objectivity to realize it and to admit to yourself what you don't. Hence you go on the hunt, armed with questions to track the spore of your unformed invention, till it surprises you with its full-bodied presence and is no longer just a puppet waiting for your voice and your hand to make it move, but instead jumps to life on its own volition and starts talking to you. Mm, it's that discovery thing. Yeah, okay, in the last one... I mean, just... that's all I picked up because I can barely focus on what you're saying right now, <laughs> so I'm hungry yeah, and... Yeah, but wait, there's a disclaimer here. John and I usually eat either during or before we record, but we both got the fucking in-office delivery service because neither of us had time to make... Well, I didn't have time to make lunch this morning. I don't know about you. And, uh, and My chef was off yet. today, so... The chef the chef yeah. had been sent home, sent home. Um, all right, last one I want to read to you really quick, okay? So uh, the, the Minus Man is another story that he wrote, okay? Last one, he says... Here's a personal example with some critical drizzle. The logic of the minus man was about an indifferent victory, one without moral meaning, because finally, life offers none. Trying to dramatize my conviction that it is impossible to get to the bottom of anything that has ultimate meaning, not that it's all meaningless, but that our natures remain elusive, mysterious. Mm. Not that I set out to prove that, but that was the process, the adventure of grappling with the invention, of word and picture that felt like a far-off alarm. Dreamy desolation. Haunted, solipsistic vacancy, the rustle of a nun's skirt, panning the sterility of an empty sea town with serial serial music. A lullaby is a song you're not meant to hear the end of. Mm. Isn't that fucking great? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey, man. It's all Just about winging drizzling it. drizzling the journey. We're all, all drizzling, our, drizzling our journey all over the stamps.com. Um. Anyway, transitioning into what may or may not be the point. You look like you're about to pass out right now. You are so, you're literally, John, his eyes are actual glassed over right now. Uh, no, no, no. You're sitting at a about. fucking three. We were, we were you're gonna sitting do, like this. We were going <laughs> to. 
You we are going to do a segment. I know. Air. I might You're actually. G- people are going to hear. You really don't. You've never actually met me when I'm truly hungry. Give in to the force. It's a bad scene, man. Give in to the anger. That's. I mean, that's. Yo, I become an thing. asshole when I'm hungry too. I'm sure I was not hungry. as much as when I'm tired. When yeah. I'm tired, I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, if that if combo I'm tired and hungry. Oh my god, forget I'm like, it. Forget about forget it. Forget about it. Forget. So I was gonna do a segment. We don't have time for that because we've already gone. You know, and and I'll save the segment for next time. What I do want to say is instead of the segment, it's been a while since I've done any poop updates. So oh, I just yeah. wanted to quickly. Give me one. Um, Give me the poop. It, it'll be quick. It'll Give be quick because I haven't done one in a while. So, uh, you know, y- you get to this point now where uh, you feel a little more comfortable because you've been through some poop stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grace now is fully potty trained. She's awesome at going in the in the potty. The bathtub. Um, the I continue. I continue to be just amazed at the load that she drops into the toilet. It is great. The size of it, but anyway, because proportionally, it would be like you taking a nine foot shit. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> It's true. But anyway, um, but you get to a place where you're feeling like, all right, you know, we're not going to have any other huge like poops at poop disasters or whatever. Although you've right. obviously proven that not to be the case. Yeah, they never stop. But but Luke now, you know, he's like 17 months, maybe almost 18. I don't know. I feel like I've said 17 months for the last like three. <laughs> I've actually noticed. That. Yeah. I don't know. It's how like he was definitely anymore. 17 months. I stopped counting a couple months ago. But yeah, anyway. that's true. He's something. He's something. And uh, so I feel like, you know, he doesn't really have explosions anymore or that kind of thing. Um, the liquefaction explosion. I thought I had stuff, to yeah. share this one because it goes back to like episode two where we talked about this. Um, so the kids were in the bath. Oh, God. Yeah, a couple oh days ago. Um, and actually, no, I've, I should correct myself. Grace was waiting to get into the bath. Luke was already in there, and Grace was like still undressing. And I was helping her, um, you know, get undressed. And Luke is in there, and he's just standing <laughs> in the water. And suddenly Grace goes, Oh, he's pooping. Oh, no. And I look over, and Luke is like a fucking horse who's just like you know walking around and a whole load is just being dropped out of him you know you watch a horse doing this and it's just like yeah. it doesn't even phase the tail them swishes, yeah. it doesn't even phase them they're just like continuing on with their day like they are not focusing on the fact that there's shit coming out of their butt exactly right? and similarly with him it just was a fucking huge load that he was just dropping <laughs> and i looked at it at the moment that it was you know coming out of his asshole so disgusting. it's so disgusting um this will hold us over while we're you know trying to stay <laughs> yeah, not yeah, hungry forget about my appetite yeah <laughs> And and so he just drops the whole load. Grace, I love how Grace is the one because Jude is the one who always calls it out when, when right? Henry's doing it too. He's like, yeah. they're like, "Mom, Dad!" And they both still get so excited about taking a bath. So she was she went from being really excited to now being like, oh, "I now I can't go in the bath." Like, yeah. <laughs> so so I quickly jump into action and I grab a paper towel and I scoop it under the turd, which was still appending from his butt. No, at this point it, it had fallen. It, it had descended. Not only had it fallen, but since I was in the middle of helping Grace. I didn't jump there quite fast enough, so Luke actually started to like then look at it and be like, "Ooh, a toy," you know. Oh, and so he God, went to course. grab it, and I just like batted his hand away, and I scooped up the poop and I threw it into the toilet. And Good then, for you. but then it was like a classic Caddyshack moment where <laughs> I thought there was still a turd that had you know sunk down to the bottom, right? And not a Snickers, right? Because uh, I didn't, I don't allow Snickers in the tub. I don't know about you. Well, since the events of Caddyshack, yeah, we've, exactly. We've, we've, we've tried to avoid it. So I can't then, say specifically. I think that's because I'm tired and hungry. Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. And our tub is like a fucking pool size, Olympic pool size tub. You guys, and it was I mean, already you half chefs, filled. You got huge. Tubs. It was half filled, so I had to fucking. The only way to really, you know, I didn't want to have Grace go in there, and there possibly is still a turd in there, and she's like, you know, she practices her swimming and blowing bubbles underwater and shit, mm-hmm. uh, and shit. Huh? E- expert swimmer. Um, expert swimmer. 
And so I had to drain the whole thing at that point, which takes about an hour. <laughs> and Luke's just like happily playing on still, you know, because he released his load already. Little shit pants. Little shit pants. Yeah. And then Grace is just waiting for it and like crying because she wants to go in the bath. Um, so I drained it out. You know, sure enough, there was a still a little turd at the bottom. So I'm glad I did that. They're always you always find them. Yeah. In- and then how well do you have to clean up the tub? Because it's like I don't know. There's fecal matter. Like, I know. You know. So. Well, what'd so, you do? So that happened. We just like rinsed it off with hot water. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't use any <laughs> cleaning agent on that at all. No, no, because these were like those turds that are like perfectly like solid and just the you stomach. Know. The stomach turds. They're formed in the stomach. Yeah, solid. yeah, exactly. Right. It was not messy at all. It didn't even leave any mark anywhere. Yeah, but you might not be able to see it. What, I know. What, what if he's carrying E. coli? Yeah, maybe if it, if it was the first kid, I would do that. But the second, <laughs> second kid, you're like it. just light it on fire. Exactly. Okay. And then the other thing I had to share is we, um, you know, when they get like a a, a rash on their butt, um, one of the best things you can do is just let them air out. Uh-huh. And so Luke had just um, pooped or something, and and so we we're like, all right, we should just let it air out because it was all you know rashy. Right. And and you know we had just gone to the bathroom, so we thought we were safe. And so I, I, Bethany is always more comfortable doing this, and I'm always like, this is going to end badly. Literally last night, Henry jumped. I was reading to Jude. Henry was finishing his bath. Mike was getting yeah. a bath right before bed, and then and then I just hear naked, <laughs> and I hear like the pitter patter, and, and I hear Mike going, it's Henry, the cutest. and then it's he the just runs thing. in the room completely naked, yeah. and then gets in bed with us, and then oh, he's like, naked, he's like shaking his arms and doing this. Isn't it the cutest and thing? Jude and I are both like, Henry, Henry, no, Henry, no, and he's like, naked, and I'm like, he's gonna shit on us right now, and then Micah bursts through the door, and it's like, Henry, she's like running in the she room. She tackles him. Yeah, she just knocked him out. Did he? Yeah. Did he uh, shit? No, he actually was fine. Yeah. Isn't it the cutest thing, though? Oh, it's like seeing incredibly cute. Totally naked baby the running around, butt running around. It's uh, incredible. It's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, I know. but I am but always it's, a little worried it's that terrifying that his little penis is going to get like caught on something or something, <laughs> right? You know. So anyway, he was sitting at his little. They have like a little table that they use to color and use play doh and shit like yeah. that. And he's sitting there and he's totally naked. And I'm like, oh well, minimal damage, I guess. Um, right. If he does, but sure enough, first we heard the sound and it sounded like fucking rainstorm had just oh, started in the room. And we look, and there's like a puddle that's coming all the way. You know, it felt like it was coming into the next room <laughs> like, at that point. Like the shining or something. Like how? You know, we talked about the size of a dump, but what about pee? Like, how do yeah. they hold all that in? I know. I couldn't believe how much they he must peed. be most, mostly just pee and poop space. Yeah, you know that's true. The hunger most I'm getting, the harder them. time I'm having saying he lost like five pounds after <laughs> that pee. <laughs> So, so he so so he just like he had he was just straight up, up into, the, like, into the table. Oh well, it actually yeah, it went up a little bit up into the table, but mostly just like down and around the whole. Does he thing. have very powerful pee streams? Uh, yeah, it is actually right I'm, from the get go. I'm continually surprised by right? the pee power of our children, especially the newborns. I I, I was shocked it's at explosive. how far it's ex- it's explosive. There was one time where he legit like it it was like a fountain. He peed up and it went up into the air and then back down onto his face. Oh god, yeah, it was pretty bad. Well, like Jude always, he like loves peeing like outside. So so if whenever we're on a hike or something, yeah, that's pretty fun. Like like to he, be honest, he, it is it is fun to do target practice a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but his to just be out there in the free. You know, he like aims up. Yeah, because he doesn't know any better, you know. And he like angles <laughs> he his body to back to do an arc. Kind and he, of thing, he yeah. does, and he yeah. pushes like as hard as he can. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna fucking hit a helicopter with that <laughs> peace scream. It's crazy. Oh man, yeah. that's a good that's a good transition to STEM. That's a great transition. to He's STEM. clearly learning in something the, about in the ten minutes. We have just one. Maybe this episode. Oh my can god, be, it can be it's sort already... of like like this is this is mostly a. Uh, I don't, this is a catch up episode, I guess, right? It's a catch up, but episode. it's about to get all STEMmy. So uh, hold on to your shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, it's STEM part one. Okay. This is this is STEM part. This is this is In the, the next st- ten the great stemming. How did we? I talked a lot. I'm gonna stop talking. This is uh, you, no, it's you good because it's giving me time to focus on how hungry I am. 
and the fact that our food is sitting outside the door right now. Oh man, it's so, here. All right, we got to wrap this shit. So let me. Uh, so there's a lot of shit in this episode. So um, actually, one well, one quick poop story, which is not like a very involved one that I, I wanted to bring up when it happened and I forgot about was um, Jude goes through this phase every morning where he's like not quite awake yet, and it's always just like on the, on the days that Micah doesn't have to get up for class. Yeah. It's usually just Jude and I kind of like in the dark groping around trying to find our stuff because we don't want to wake them up, you know. And Henry's always like just Henry sleeps like a college student still. So he just passes out <laughs> until somebody wakes him up at like nine o'clock yeah. in the morning. Um, but so Jude and I are always like and he's like and Jude is always in such a bad mood because he's just like it's like dark out and he's like doesn't want to do stuff, you know. And Does he, he wake up, up violently? Uh, no, he no That's he does he, he wakes up like very sweet, but then when I make him like he like he's loves just coming in and cuddling. You, you know? No, no, we're past that, <laughs> thankfully. But 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 it's just like this kind of residual like teenager bad mood where he's yeah. like I don't want oatmeal. Duh. Yep, yep, yep. I don't want any duh. <laughs> Um, and one of them is like is he for some reason has been having to shit in the morning lately a lot, which is like throwing everything into they throw oh, a wrench into everything because it. the morning time. routine you've got it down to the seconds exactly right? so that'll throw everything it's, off. It's yeah. very especially very intense now that Mike is in school and it's like yeah. it's a lot more sort of like uh, touch and go in the mornings. Yep. But Jude having to take a shit, so a he like takes forever doing it, and he's also like really out of it. So like I have to be like Jude, did, did you did you wipe? Did you wash your hands? And he's yep. like yeah, you know. <laughs> Um, but then, like the other day, he I, he was just like falling asleep while he was shitting, and I was and so I just stood there and like watched him because I also didn't want him to like drown in a shit toilet, yeah, you know. That would be a and, bad um, way to go. And then and then I like turn around to get the shower going, and, and I hear like the toilet flush, and I'm like, "Did you wipe?" And he's like, "Yeah, duh." <laughs> and I'm like, "Did you wash your hands?" He's like, "Yeah." And then he just turns on and there's just shit all over his ass still because he just like he didn't even didn't even pretend to wipe like he just like he just had like caked shit oh no and he's just, like he walking around like, up his pants <clears throat> he like gets in the, he goes in the shower I'm like Jude you have poop all over your he's butt right now poop prince as he <laughs> yeah, goes it was so disgusting oh my so God. since then I've been like terrified like every time he shits I'm like Jude down. promise me you fucking wiped because that was disgusting <laughs> and I don't ever want to see that again. Um, and he has been better about it. So. That's good. So speaking of uh, of of shit and partial nudity, um, this was the uh, science fair week in yeah, our family. I can't wait to hear about this. So it's actually called the science share in our public I, school so system. So you had texted me, and I I was like, oh, we just type. It was a typo. I, that's what everybody assumes. It is branded as the science share. I don't know why. Why did they a have to do fair. that? Is fair really a I bad word? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's some sort of a. It's probably they probably went to the fucking conference you went to, and, and Oprah was like, you got to call it sharing, and they were like, okay, how many lives you uh, touched determines your there worth. You go. You know, blah, blah, I like it. Right? I like it. Um, they love Science Brandon from, from the uh, from the fucking Imagine uh, Dragons, Imagine, Dragons, yeah. Imagine Jugglers. So uh, so I, I'm going to go back for a second. I know I, I know I've kind of alluded to the science share process a little bit in the past, but I'm going to pretend that I haven't. We know everybody assiduously listens to this episode and takes notes on it. You know, yes. the second it comes out. So you know, people might might have missed things. Maybe they didn't. But I'll go back. So about four months ago. We, Micah and I both missed a parent lunch event at school, <gasps> which I brought up back you then. Did. And it was like a, a horrifying moment where we were like, okay, we have to like really read the emails more carefully, even you though there are so many your of them. life at that point. Because well, Jude was heartbroken. He, yeah. he was like, everybody's parents were there and like I was sitting alone. Which of course it goes. I, we asked his teacher, and, and she was like, "Yeah, three parents came to it because it was in the middle of a work day. It's just like parents were able to come. <laughs> Why did they do to. that in the middle? Of I know, a work day. And, and put it at the bottom of a fucking email. That's one of thirty emails that that's you get. That's bad. Week. Anyway, that's a separate thing to complain about at some point. Oh, we didn't even get to do the uh, segment about imagining 
No, that's I. That's well, what we'll I was saying. We're gonna it. skip it. Yeah, we're, yeah. This right, is just right, an right. episode where we're gonna catch up on our kids because we're we too feel hungry like to stay on. We've task, spent okay? too many episodes talking about us and our lives and blah blah blah. You yeah, know, yeah. And this is about our kids and yeah. catching up on. I it. don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, so shit we missed this thing, and uh, we felt so guilty about it. And we were yeah. like, okay, the next time anything comes up at school, like we're gonna be doubly committed to it. So they sent out an email. They're like, hey, we're looking for coaches, coaches for the science share. And like, we were like, oh. we're like, email them right now. So we like got, we were like the first people to respond to this thing. Um, and we were like, we're gonna coach the science share, and we're gonna be really involved. And what does that mean, to, coaching like, the science share? So it means you're, you're like the team leader. So okay. you come up with a topic for the. From now on, I'm gonna call it a science fair because sci- every time Please I say do. science fair, I want to fucking just, kill myself. I want to okay? punch you. Yeah. We're gonna call it science fair. Okay, okay? I want to punch your tooth out. But <laughs> I'm punch out that tooth with my boxing lessons. <laughs> Um, so we, so you pick a topic and then you you and your child are like the core of that team and then other kids can sign up for it, you know, with their families and, and, and you become the, t- the team That's leader. awkward. So teams are usually like, you know. You're like, would you like to join our family? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come visit. You have a family this crest not, that This is not Mormonism, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, kids sign up based on what topics they want and the availability for meetings and things. And you're supposed to put like what your schedule is like and blah, yeah. blah, blah, you know. In the topic. So we're like, dude, what do you want to do? And at that point, we were watching a lot of Bill Nye reruns on Netflix, which, again, is awesome, and it's yes. held up very well. And there were there was one episode that he really loved where they were testing things with water. So, like, how quickly temperature dissipates, um, what the boiling point is. How to find water with a stick. <laughs> oh, my God, that's a blast from the past. David! Oh, man. There's water. Um, oh, you know, he didn't come back this year as the massage therapist because there yeah, were complaints well, about his cologne. Did you know that? Oh, really? That's what it was yeah. about? His cologne? Yeah, he smelled Sounded like there was plenty of stuff strong. to complain about there. He was also just talking about divining water. He, he's our number one fan. Um, <laughs> his cologne. That'll do it, though. I got to say, I mean, when people wear like a heavy cologne. I thought cologne, it was aromatic and masculine. Yeah? You know? Right. Yeah. I was like, I was like, touch me. Um, <laughs> so, we, uh, so, so, so we're like, Jude, what do you want to do? And he was like, I want to do water experiments because we were watching Bill Nye. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we're like, okay, great. We'll call it H two O. I have my, bra- my brand. My brand hat on. Yes, I did. I or was did like, you like spend time thinking about? We it? had a study. We did yeah. a, a small study. User groups. Yeah. Yes, Focus user groups. groups. Yes, exactly. Search engine optimization. We were like, <laughs> this is uh like what we're gonna we're gonna go with. We're gonna say H two O, and we'll leave it a little bit open because we don't know exactly what water yeah, experiment but that's, it'll you be. Know, that's, you but these kids are gonna see that. that branding, and they're gonna be like, holy fuck, we gotta I get mean, in on that. They're gonna say we're gonna whoa. Angel investors. They're gonna be H two O and all over. Do kids say whoa anymore? Probably. I don't know. I'm not right just enough to know that whoa and uh and the and so whoa. so we like put this thing out there and and i didn't hear back for you know a month and they then they were like well two families signed up for your team and i was like okay great and i looked at the other list and they all had like 13 families uh, 14 families because it was like fucking rocket ships explosions yeah. building slime H2, shark attacks whoa. it was like all of these like ridiculous things and we have this thing that doesn't mean anything and like yeah, even once fair. you figure out because kids don't know the fucking molecular configuration of water right i gotta say that was a rookie seo mistake right there search engine optimization know, know to you gotta use it. descriptive terms know, buddy you gotta look at what people are searching for nobody's searching for h2o they're searching You're for trying to bring this back to artificial how intelligence. How to build a dragon? I can or feel whatever. it happening. How to how to how to train your dragon, which is terrific. All right, fine. That's how a, to train your that's dragon? A great movie. By the, the first way. one is the only one I've seen. And I loved it. Yeah, it's um, amazing. Should I watch the other two? We haven't seen the third one yet. The okay. second one is also just incredibly good. Good. Okay. So uh, so we do H two O. Nobody signs up for it, and we yep. find out that the only reason the people who did sign up for it did is because we were going to have our meetings on Fridays instead of on the weekend. <laughs> so like the two families who had weekend commitments were like, well, okay, we'll just do that. We'll just sign um, up for this stupid because I work from home on Friday. That was going to be my like lunch break. Was going to be our meetings. Nice. 
um, which I was very excited about. But then one of the families ended up dropping out because like they they had too many ski conflicts. So it was just us and one other family Another doing this this thing. Take them off. Yes, that's that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they probably ended up going to the fucking rocket ships group. Yeah, the rocket ships group had a pu- pu- fucking public demonstration before the things. Anyway, th- I'm getting they to this. launched okay. a rocket I'm, 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 into space, they, which was, actually is Elon Musk. supposedly really easy to do to launch something into space. Really, <laughs> your face. I feel like maybe I'm ass talking. I don't know. Where did I hear about this recently? Hmm. Well, the weather balloon. If I think of it, that yeah, maybe that's what it was. Like to actually create something, a do-it-yourself kind of thing that can orbit into, I don't know, that goes into like a low Earth orbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too hungry to know if that's real or not. I'm probably ass talking. We'll say that's ass talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Congratulations, you just ass talk the ass talker. (laughs) So the hungry ass talker. I'm so hungry. Oh, so hungry. So, uh, so we had only one other family doing this, right? Yeah. But in the meantime, I was like, it's okay. Like, we're going to make the most of this. Yeah. This is going to be fun. You know, I love science. Mighty science. Underdogs. Great. And we go. We're like, let's have our first meeting at the library. The wonder dogs. So we were the wonder dogs, and we show up at the library, and Henry is there, which was a mistake because he was insane. Yeah. And so Jude and his friend Thomas were talking about the water experiment. So I had, in the meantime, with Jude, put together an experimental framework for this okay, thing. Okay, good, good, good. We were going to be testing, and this is important because nobody, including Micah, understood what the actual experiment was about until after it was over. We were going to be testing the water resistance of certain materials to try to make something that was really waterproof. Okay. So we were going to be comparing different materials when they were submerged in water, like how long it took them to dry and yeah. what happened to them afterwards. And we were going to like have a hypothesis we were going to test. And Jude was into that? Jude liked it. Yeah. I mean, he said he did. He probably wasn't listening. No, to he probably thing. wasn't. But like, but nobody That sounds like did. an idea from your brain. Well, because we were dunking things in water, you know, and we no were testing his like, cars out. Let's make something water resistant. I know. I know. But if he did, because of Bill Nye. <laughs> it came from fucking Bill Nye. All right. Nye, okay? All right. Fair enough. Fair he's enough. A, he's a science guy, this John. This is old Bill Nye, he's not new science Bill Nye. Guy. Have you watched old, the new one? Old Bill Nye. Yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 it's, it's pretty good. It's much more heartfelt. It is, yeah. It's it's older and wiser, Bill Nye. It doesn't seem as science No, it seems more like the world is ending. Yeah, that's true. Which, Isn't that what it's is, called? Is, something like that? It's yeah. literally called something like the, the world is heading. <laughs> so um, so the, the experiment was kind of off to a rough start, um, you know, in, in the fact that, like, it, it, it pretty clearly, as soon as Jude had moved on from that Bill Nye episode, yeah. it was, like, not interesting to him anymore. But in the Classic meantime, I had behavior. been like, well, let's, like, let's hit a couple, like, let's just use this as a vehicle for talking about the scientific method, because I think that's a really powerful way to live your life. Definitely. As, like, as a skeptic who believes in possibility skeptic. and can test it out, you know? Yeah. So, I, so we had, like, the whole thing ready to go, and we show up to the library henry's freaking out there's a fucking catapult toy and both of the kids are me like we're gonna do catapults <laughs> and i'm like well okay a that's a little bit of a leap but also our team has done all this like, research and, and our team you know. is registered as h2o yeah so we're gonna show up there that. with a fucking catapult and they're gonna be like what what like what is this team you know so what'd you do so Did i was like well, water into that somehow well i was thinking you know i'm uh i'm there's gonna be i'm David. gonna be quick on my feet i was inspired by david's cologne I'm like, let's try to like unite these two ideas. And so I, I rewrite the experiment while the kids were, uh, they actually were not sitting there. The, the, it, within 10 seconds, they were both back you in, had like, like the, a in the play area. You had like a huge chalkboard, one of those classic chalkboards, and I you did. were writing madly on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like, like Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Um, they, they were already completely disinvested in this. So, so it was just us and then this other kid's mom. Yeah. And we were like, okay, let's uh, figure out a way to like still do a water experiment, but with a catapult. <laughs> so 
I came up with what I thought was a pretty good scientific way to bridge the two together, which is we were going to build a catapult, fine, so the kids would be invested in it. And then we're going to launch things into a puddle of water and have water splash against a backdrop made of one of the different materials. Okay, And we were going to measure how much the splash pattern recedes over time and compare that. Splash patterns. This is classic, like, uh, detective work Yeah, it's a classic CSI, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Kids kids love CSI. And that would have worked. And had somebody scream every time Mm -hmm. he did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, We thought about that. A little bit inappropriate for kindergarten. Eh, um, and we're going to measure how much, how much it like dried up to see how absorbent the material was, right? Yeah. But, um, of course, like I didn't think about the realities of building a fucking catapult to test something during a snowstorm, which was our day that we were testing this. So we had to do it in our kitchen. Oh. So we're fucking covering up all of the windows with cardboard because this catapult ended how up being way too... How big of a fucking too, catapult are you talking small, about? It's small, but it's mighty. Mighty? This thing was fucking crazy powerful. Really? Yes. yes. Micah built it. Very good engineering wow. job. Um, it was it, it was an extremely powerful catapult. It was catapult. powered by like nitrogen or something. <laughs> the problem the problem was that um, we didn't like give it long enough to cure the wood glue because because we, we had to move the date for this meeting and blah blah blah. Before you know yeah. it, we had the only day we could do it was this like snowy day where we couldn't go outside and we only had three hours for a twelve hour wood glue to cure. Damn. So we're like, this is going to be intense. We show up in our kitchen and again, Henry was the wild card here because he was wanted Always. to be involved and was also insane. So he was, and, and, and there's a catapult and he he literally was taking his shirt off for some reason. <laughs> and there's a catapult in the middle of the kitchen that like is super dangerous. Could have launched him. And this other kid was like, all he wanted to talk about was what we were firing from the catapult. Like all Which, he cared about was projectiles. Naturally. So he showed up with fucking rocks, Lego pieces. <laughs> I'm like, is there a ninja star? Because that's, I'm pretty sure that's, that's where we're headed with this thing. A hatchet? And I'm like trying to be like, okay, let's still, we're going to hang the backdrop. And even the other parents are like, what experiment is this? I'm like, just trust me. We're going to get data from this and then I will, make, I will make it work and we will still have an H2 web experiment. Yes. Um, it was like the most hectic fucking hour of my entire life. And also Micah's mom was coming down to visit that afternoon. Whoa. So we had a timeline where we had to make our house not look like it was the scene of a post-apocalyptic film, you know, because we had guests you... coming. Ugh. It was just, everything about this was just so insane. But we made it through uh, basically with enough data to be able to at least have a picture on the fucking poster board that we had to put up for this thing. Um, but it was clear Good. that like the experiment didn't mean very much. Like it, it was not what we were kind of <laughs> expected to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But at least we had a catapult and at there least, you, you know, and it's I mean, kindergarten science fair. So, you know, we'll a show catapult up and is, be fine. Yeah, that's what kindergarten science fair should have. Right, exactly. So we printed out the pictures um, and we put them on this poster board. Micah did, you know, amazing artwork for this thing, so it looked good. And she ha- wanted me to basically write something that we could put on there that would make it seem like it was actually an experiment. <laughs> so I kind of bullshitted this thing that, like, kind of vaguely ass-talked made sense. It. I yep. ass talked the, your the crap specialization. Out of it. I, I'm an expert at ass talking. Yep. And uh, and we get there, and the poster board, you know, looks like okay. <laughs> you know, it's not like it, it, it looks like a, a kindergarten science fair. Yeah, exactly. Board, and we brought the catapult because we needed a charismatic object oh, to like, absolutely. pull people in. And I'm thinking, this is what people expect, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's a fucking kindergarten science fair. It's not going to. We show up and we're next to the 3D printing station where a bunch <laughs> of kids, a team with 10 people on it, had fucking from scratch built a 3D printer to make their own Legos. <laughs> and they were building in real time Lego sets that they were using CAD software to fucking composite. Oh so they my were God. literally, these kids were using a fucking like computer aided design software. And building things and our fucking catapult is sitting next to the station and I'm like well you know it's okay we're a small team and then the people next to us show up and it's fucking Beyblades battles which is something that I don't even what know anything about Beyblades don't know it's like the thing that all the kids play I don't know 
it's it's like they, they're these tops that spin around and they like hit each other and it's something that every oh. kid in the entire auditorium wanted to do so we had all the Beyblade station yeah, yeah, and the yeah. fucking 3D printing Lego station and then we had our catapult that was <laughs> sitting on a table and of course like the first kid that comes up to it is like oh a catapult and she pulls it and it fucking explodes all over the table oh no so then we just had a broken catapult oh my and a God. poster and and then like fucking and I'm, I'm, and I'm looking around and there's like <laughs> this is, and it wasn't even about catapults well did you think about asking the 3D printer guys to print you a new one I did yeah but it was taking too long mm. so then I'm thinking well you know this can't this can't get worse and then the catering arrives the other teams had so many people that they fucking had caterers come <laughs> for their team so the other kids are fucking eating pizza and like and all this food getting milkshakes and they didn't share and Jude's it? That like, was like a team daddy thing? like what like why don't we have that and I'm like I don't know Jude you know maybe we should have picked a better fucking name i'm sorry this experiment doesn't make sense but the 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 final thing i'll say is that um it it actually ended up being and also during this henry was also in psycho mode because it was at six o'clock at night which is when he loses it so he was again stripping himself (laughs) naked and he was running around so i'm desperately trying to catch him because there's kids and fucking there's explosions going on yeah i'm like screaming his name and he can't hear me and also he doesn't want to listen anyway he's taking his pants off running around dive bombing under tables and i'm like so our station is unattended basically at this point because jude wants to go look at the beyblades because he fucking has disowned himself from our experiment at this point understandable so mike is trying to find him i'm trying to track down henry we have a broken catapult but it turns out that we were an an answer on the uh there's like a a scavenger hunt yeah so our station was one of the scavenger hunt (laughs) items so all through the night there would be these kids going from the fucking 3d printed modeling station building legos to the beyblade station to a broken catapult <laughs> sitting in the middle of a fucking picnic table with a poster board on it. Amazing. And their parents would be like, I think this was a catapult at one point, you know, and, and they're like, I guess that counts, because they had to like find a machine. So they were like, I guess that counts as a machine. Oh and and I would just see these kids from the and other side of the room. they all to their kids like, you know, not all, not all children have the resources <laughs> yeah, we right. do. Yeah, not, not everybody has, not everybody had catering tonight, <laughs> Not everyone Timmy. has committed parents. Yeah, right, know? exactly. And so Maybe we're they're a there. single parent. Yeah, yeah, they're struggling, okay? <laughs> they are struggling. Give them room. <sighs> and uh, and it was just And this was, was so all to make up funny. for the fact that you were a neglectful parent <laughs> right, right. to begin with. But these teams had 30 people on them and second graders. It was K through grade oh, two. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, oh, so that's, the second graders were the talking about between fucking a kindergarten and, and a second shit, grader. Right? Yeah. Is the difference between a broken catapult and a 3D printing station. It's just like, I, yeah. I, if, if we could do it differently, I probably would have had a clearer brand message. I hope you're going to uh, start planning early for next year's. We are already planning it for next yeah, year. Good. And we're going to fucking, it's going to be... Like, you know me, okay? I don't go half-assed. No, you don't. That's why... And I, I, I want to do such an ambition... But the thing is... Oh, wait, here, last thing I'll say. All right. This is the lesson of this whole thing for me, is that I'm glad that... There is actually a lesson here. <laughs> Before I tell you the lesson, I'm going to say, yeah, next year we're going to fucking knock the socks off. But the you lesson better. is that when the boys said... When the boys were zoning out during my whole discussion about water resiliency and things, and they wanted to build a catapult, we built a catapult. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And don't we made kids, with that, the... that the, the lesson is, yeah, don't <laughs> fucking let them do that. No, the lesson is like, this was their experiment and not my experiment. Yeah. And it was okay for me to let it go in the direction that it did. And I'm glad that I did because they were really proud, even with the broken oh, catapult. Oh, good, good. And at the end of the night, they, they announced like, you know, H2O, come get your certificate. And they went up and they were beaming. Oh, Jude good. and Thomas were both so happy. And yeah. they had designed T-shirts for this. So, oh, like, that's so awesome. So the other parents had, had bought these like T-shirts and markers. And so they had their custom team T-shirts on. And I saw them up there 
Um, and they were beaming and they were proud That's awesome. of their ridiculous catapult experiment because they did it and it was Good what choice. they wanted. Because you know? if you had stuck with the water thing, you know, it just wouldn't be theirs. And that's, I think that right. is a powerful pa- parenting lesson, right? I mean, because yeah. we're, we're so inclined, especially with young kids, to like force our own kind of, you know, these are the movies or things that you should be into or the, you know. The cool things you want to get them into. Right. And uh, yeah, that's a good point. It is. And, uh, but hopefully next time they realize that, you know, <laughs> if they let you take care of it. It was fucking could, yeah, crazy. Exactly. But, but it was nice because they were genuinely proud. And, that's and, good. and I, I kept waiting because, you know, Jude, as we mentioned in the past, is a little self conscious yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. about like sticking out. And none of the other teams had done their own t shirts, you know. Oh. And, and I was thinking, there's no way he's going to want to like be associated with it. And he, every time somebody came up to the table, he would like go and show them it. <laughs> and he had his like shirt on. And so did his friend Thomas. They kept it on the whole night. And at the end, he was like, Showing the certificate, and I could see how proud he was of it. That's awesome. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad that we went along with it. And we might not have gotten a fucking 3D printer, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. So next year we're going to the moon. Uh, would you consider levitation? Because this could I be a good outlet a good, for it. This is a great. Okay, Kickstarter idea. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna build this enormous electro device just for a frog. And for a kindergarten, well, first grade at that point, <laughs> so, uh, provided he makes it through science experiment, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, and we'll see what happens. All right, let's do it. Let's wing it. Let's wing it. Bye. Bye. Bye.